Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Contingency Plan Podcast. My name is Jedi Master David, and with me, as always, is Darth Austin. Hello, everyone. We've been bad boys. What? Bad, bad, bad boys. Not, not recording and, and releasing podcasts on a, on a weekly basis. <laughs> I don't even remember. Was it? I was moving. That's that's the reason it was moving. Well, you you uh, that oh, no, was no 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 no. Well, it was moving related. It was water damage to my house. Yeah. <laughs> yes, fun fun. Yeah, man. Always uh, always something, isn't it? Yeah, I'm just glad I caught it when I did. And the only reason I did was uh, <clears throat> a wet spot on the on my concrete pad. Oh boy, it really got that bad, huh? Well, it was probably multiple days. It was like in the perfect spot where it comes up into the the sink in the kitchen. Yeah. So it was hitting both below and above it. Oh boy. Perfectly. So <sighs> good times. Man. Good times. Animal Gotta love animal. shark bites. Shark bites save everybody's day at some point in their life. Yeah, no doubt. Um I mean, moving's never fun anyway, but then when you have to deal with that kind of crap, it's uh, just compounding. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just glad that I'm fairly minimalistic and I don't have a lot to move. That's the only saving grace for all of this. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it becomes way more difficult when you have a bunch of crap. (laughs) Yeah. It's surprising how much junk that you accumulate over time. Yeah, and how much of it is something you can't even like reconcile while you bought why you bought it at the time. Yeah. Well, it just showed up because clearly I wouldn't have bought something like that. Yeah, that's what spring cleaning's for, right? Yeah, unfortunately, the big spring cleaning event around us Ooh. is right when we're going on vacation, so I didn't miss out on that. But <laughs> well worth it. Looking forward to it. Oh yeah, buddy. I could just get dad to do it for me. Mm, he won't. He won't. He won't. So anyway, folks, we are uh, we're back again, uh, going through Mandalorian as slowly as humanly possible. Um, we are uh, episode four, which is chapter twenty, the Foundling. Yeah, we're kind of going at the uh, the old Vector Prime pace. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I mean, it's it, it's been time, time, uh, especially at the beginning of the year was a, a bit of a premium. So a lot of uh, our schedule was just really knocked about. We're, we're missing stuff left and right and left and right. And all yeah. this all this stuff before we know it, like Kenobi will be out. We'll just be all pissed off all the time. I can't, I can't talk about anything right. Yeah, I know you're missing out on. You know, going over the children's tales and visions too, and all that right now. Ooh. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've heard some stuff about the um, the tales series, but we'll we'll obviously get get to that once we get a little further in. But yeah, man, I mean, it's 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 difficult because there is a lot of stuff that came out pretty quickly, and when you're not on yeah. the ball, it's it's pretty hard to to keep yeah. up. Oh, plus both of us moving and just kind of life getting crazy. Definitely looking forward to a moment to breathe. Yeah. I'd like that to be before winter. Yeah. (laughs) 
Well, I mean, we've got a lot, lot to do, but, uh, you know, a lot of stuff to cover. Um, so yeah, anyway, how's your week been? I guess well, in lieu of, you know, <laughs> bitching about stuff like we did the past couple weeks, how's your week been? Well, you know, it just keeps getting better. <laughs> no, so uh, the water damage was something I dealt with last week, so that's not something I can complain about. That's not fair. Uh, no, just uh, <clears throat> the ongoing fun of getting into managing people. I now have to uh, go through the fun process of getting someone fired and documenting mm-hmm. things for about three weeks before I can do it. Yep. Yeah, not not a fun time. Not a fun time at work. But uh, other than work, things have been good. You know, getting ready for a nice Memorial Day weekend, four days off. Probably going to go see the new Guardians of the Galaxy. Obviously, we're doing the Bourbon Trail and everything. So that'll be a nice refresher. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, man. I mean, pe- people managing can be hard. Obviously, it's what I've been doing for a, a while and, um, I mean, I just recently had a conversation with somebody who, who legitimately just gave up and I straight up was like, so you've pretty much just given up. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm better with people like that. This guy's in denial that he's not. Oh lazy. no, this person was in denial too. I mean, for the most part. Oh really? You know, generally the way it goes is, uh, blame it on anything else, but your own effort. Um, get angry because you know things aren't moving the way they want um yeah and then going on leave (laughs) that's always a good sign when you start calling off or you know random days off and whatnot (laughs) yeah i mean i've i've had a lot of people who've went on leave you know as they're in trouble yeah, and they think that when they come back, everything's just okay. It's like no like situation still about the problem. Yeah, situation's <laughs> still going on. I mean, it's the same thing we're dealing with here. You're, you're just a month or two later, yeah. so it, it, it's difficult. I mean, I understand. Like you know, there are people that need to take leave periodically for this, that, and the other. No big deal. But you know, there's a lot of abuse of that system, and you know, sometimes mm-hmm. people just use it to buy time. Yeah, eventually. Yeah, eventually the reaper the time comes to find calling. Another job, you know. Yeah, Which it's is probably ahead. what's happening. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's difficult, as you know. Just there are a lot of jobs out there, but they're also, you know, when when people oh, there's a lot of jobs out there. There are. Yeah, but they're not always the higher paying jobs that people want. Yeah. And that's what I'm running into. I mean, I've got a lot of people that have high expectations of where they'd start, and they're all disappointed at where they're at. It's like, well, you think I started where I'm at? You have to, you have to earn it. You got to work. Yep. <laughs> it's it's not one of those situations where, as a manager, I'm just I started in management. And I don't know what it's like to go through the the daily slog of the boring jobs and everything. Yeah, it sucks, but get over it you know it's work well uh, yeah i mean there there is a bit of entitlement out there with some people who think that you know because they have a college degree they should jump ahead of the line or Mm -hmm. you know people who have been in the same industry who feel that their length of time should entitle them to something despite the fact that they never really grew 
yeah. any within their role. That's a that's a big problem I see a lot. Well, go, going into bigger companies like what you're in or what I'm in, regardless of like your your time in the industry, there's also a huge culture change you need to learn per industry because like we have a big obsession with our culture. You know, we yeah. try to instill that in our people. I'm sure your job does too. Right. And that that's starting over, you know, from one place to another. So <laughs> Yeah. There's always something to learn. You can't assume that you're ready to start in the role. Right. Well, you know, my my business uh definitely values people who move around a bit and have seen multiple parts of the line of business overall than the people who maybe spent 10 years in one line of business. It's like, yeah, we understand you're probably a, a big deal there, but like, do you know this? Do you know this? Right. You know, it, it's been constantly preached, you know, every three years you should be bouncing around because you're not loyal to the department. You're loyal to the company. Right. You know, so you've had, you know, say 10 years in the company, but shouldn't be in the same place. Right. But where this person had 10 years in one place, this person had, you know, three years here, two years here, three years here two, you know, and whatever. And because of that breadth of knowledge, it, it's oftentimes more, more valuable but like even even the college thing, you know, I, I never I didn't finish college. You didn't really go to college. You, you know, you've taken mm-hmm. coursework and so forth. But, you know, it doesn't really take college to get a good job. Um, no, it takes uh, a little bit of effort more than anything. Yeah, quite frankly. And I, I remember somebody saying. You know, one of the reasons that college was a good thing was to show that, you know, for four years that you were committed to, to something. Yeah, you were committed yeah. to one thing. And that's valid. It but is. It, but it doesn't mean But it's also countercultural to how we are acting as employees now. Yeah. Well, it is. And it, it doesn't mean that you know anything because you don't. Yeah. You've you've stuck with something great, but it doesn't mean that you know anything. It means and, you can be trained without giving up. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But I've seen college graduates fail out of a lot of different things that you know, people with no advanced education excel at, you know, in a lot of different industries. So it's a mixed bag. Sometimes college is really good for people and sometimes mm-hmm. it's, it's useless. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's, it's tough. It's definitely tough, uh, tough out there, but I, I've heard every, every excuse, every, you know, whatever, something somebody wants to say over the years. And it's just yeah. kind of like, just do the job, man. For it. Yeah. I mean, I have people who work over a standard 40 to get the job that we need done, done so that they're hitting their goals. And then we got other people that clock off, you know, right at time. And then they mm-hmm. wonder why they haven't met their goal. It's like, what am I doing wrong? It's like, well, maybe you have to put more time in. Maybe yeah. you do. Or manage your time better. Or uh, yeah, or you're manage your time. Stick better. to your forty. Bust bud within that forty. Yeah, <laughs> and I, and I mean, I, I've I've had one person say, "Well, I don't understand how anybody else in this department hits their goals." It's like they work, they work. Yeah. Maybe they have to put in a little extra time. They've streamlined the way they're doing it. You have to look at you, not them. Look at you and why? Yeah. Why? What do I need to change? Not worry about what they're doing wrong or right. 
Right. Um, it's all it's all a personal thing. It's 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 a one for one. You worry about you and let the rest of the chips fall as they yeah, and will. it's it's interesting you bring that up because like out of the five people that I uh, manage at the moment, which <laughs> hopefully it stays there for a while because there there are a lot to manage as it is. Um, the two that haven't come to me to ask how to better themselves or how to get ahead are the two that are probably my best employees and the three that have come to me and asked, how do they improve? How do they move on? All that. I give them advice. I give them the same advice. I don't set them against each other, but I say, one, make sure that you're always staying busy. You're always improving. You're always in the eye of all the management around the hardest worker in the room. And, you know, the big thing with our culture is to replace yourself. That's, you know, we, we can't replace, we can't, you know, come up and rank without pulling someone up with us to replace us. Otherwise, we kind of hurt the company. Mm-hmm. It's fine culture. I get it. And I've explained that to all of them. And basically what I'm telling them is, hey, I'm looking at you and considering you for a role in management a year or two from now. You just have to show your worth to me. And those are the ones that crash and burn. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird. And they're I, I, too obsessed with the next step, right? Instead of what they're doing in the moment. And I guarantee that there are people out there that don't like to hear that. You know, they're oh, I'm sure that there. <laughs> if we had comments, there'd be a comment section saying, "Well, you're just a one of those crappy managers, and you're just stepping on the little guy, or something like that." Well, it, yeah, it's either that, or you know, you're you're so entitled. But you know, I, I've spent you know. Close to, well, I mean, with this company, I, I've I've been there ten years, so I've been there a decade. Mm-hmm. I've managed for probably over uh, close to, uh, well, let's say a decade, because not all my stuff in this company was managing. When I went in, right. I was I was on the phones. You know, I was at the very bottom of the rung, making twenty seven thousand mm-hmm. dollars. You know, and then continually working my way up and moving departments. And this is my fourth department. So I've made four department changes in 10 years for the same company. But, you know, I managed outside of the company too and in, in other stuff. And, you know, it's a work, you know, you, you have to continue to, to work your way up and come up and, you know, figure out what your next steps are. But at the same token, don't lose, like you said, don't lose sight of what you're doing now. Mm-hmm. Um, and m- my whole thing is I'm here to try and get you to your next challenge, whatever that might be. Your next challenge might not be what you think it is. You know, it might not be getting a management role or, a you know, an, an- a, you know, like a business analyst role or something like that, or project manager or something. Your goal might just be your challenge might just be hitting your your production goal or hitting what you're doing right now, making sure your right. all your metrics are tight. People don't always want to hear that. Some do, some don't. But um, but yeah, I mean that's why you have your high performing talent. You got your core people, and you got your low performers, and and you know you got to sort of try and reach them all in a similar way. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, now that we've bored everyone with uh, corporate America, this <laughs> is ironic to say that I'm in corporate America, but I am kind yeah. of in a way, even though I'm in construction, because it's very corporatized the way that they structure everything. Well, where do you so make money, man? 
if if you, if you I mean, want to continue to make the money, for, we're working for Google. We we are essentially corporate America. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars. Star Wars. Star Wars. I did look at the like the news section. There isn't a lot going around right now, other than like a old Leia dress going for like two million on auction. Supposedly mm. a lost bloody dress. Like sick man yeah. blood yeah and then that uh uh natalie portman's interested in revising her role but hasn't been asked to <laughs> so not much in news and i don't think we need a uh live action version of the queen series so <laughs> oh god yeah what a you couldn't do that there's too much inner monologue that would be the worst movie ever Here's the thing, you could, but it would be a landmine because, I mean, we kind of talked about it when we were doing the reviews because I, I, I like the first one. The first one was easily, I think, the best one. I You know, it's been a long time since we've read those. The other two were fine. The first one was definitely the best. But the issue you're going to run into in the culture war of today is, mm. you know, there was a lot of, like, representation stuff in the book, not yeah. a huge deal, uh, at least in the beginning, but I guarantee that if you were to make a movie or a show about that, it, people would instantly come out, oh, why are you beating uh, us over the head with the with the LGBTQ <laughs> and, and all this stuff? Because it, it's part of it. Um, yeah. You know, there were several, like, lesbian couplings in there and, and, and whatnot. And, you know, while I think the substance of the story was was good... That's exactly what people are going to go on about if they were ever to make that, because they would. Whoever directs it, whoever show runs it, is going to want to make it that representation fest. And, and as yeah, you know which about... Which is a shame, because like those are characters that are beyond that portion of their life. Very good, interesting characters. Like They would oh, be they the characters were. worth writing about, not mm-hmm. just, okay, we need to make a character that fits this mold. And then that's all we're going to do to write yeah. them. Those characters were awesome. I would love to see them. Well, and, and that that's that's the issue, though. It's not the representation. The issue is, is that there are a lot of writers and directors and people in Hollywood now that think representation is the story. Mm-hmm. And they forget to write the story well. Yeah. That's, that's the only gripe. It's like neither of us have any... But they're not three-dimensional characters. Yeah. I mean, ne- neither of us have anything against any of that stuff because it's like it's fine. I mean, who who cares? But like, yeah. you That's actually not a have character. to. No, you have to prop it up with with like a good story in order to make it impactful. Yeah. So, I, I, and I don't know. I feel like that wouldn't that wouldn't fly. I mean, my God, nobody's drinking Bud Light right now, dude. All <laughs> that BS. That's yeah. all it is. It's a bunch of BS. None of that stuff matters people get mad over stuff and blah 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 but that's that's what it is you know and then you're 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 on your way to screwing yourself over you got three movies that are eventually going to come out Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) yeah they're looking for billions man not not a couple you know hundred thousands you know they're they're looking for the big shots right now so yeah and you gotta wonder at some point they're gonna get burnt out with tv and they're gonna step back from that and i think we'll have a, a little renaissance of books again before we hit the movies i would hope mm. at least maybe maybe by the second movie 
Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. Th- there'll be some accompanying books, I, I would have to assume. Uh, I do think we need a new crop of writers, not just the same ones we've been kind of hearing yeah. from for a while. And it's, no offense, because like some not, of them are good. It's not bad, but it is stale. Well, High Republic... One writing style. I mean, High Republic got stale quick. It, it didn't really yes. hold the attention that I think they thought it would. And you have good writers in it. It just... Well, what was it? The the one where the the state the stupid starlight beacon f- falls out of orbit. Wh- which one was that called? Yeah, that was a. Uh, <laughs> Skyfall. Keep thinking, keep thinking Skyfall or Station Break. Neither are <laughs> not either of those. <laughs> race I, to no race to starlight beacon. No, was that, that or was that, that the accompanying one? No, that's not it. It doesn't matter. But anyway. That book was was terrible, and that was Race Claudia. To disaster. Gra- no, like that. that was a different one. I think that was it. Oh, I'm gonna look it up while you okay, talk. Okay, you do that. Um, no, but the 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 whole it was such a premiseless book. It was like one idea and nothing of substance. And it it's like you know Claudia Gray has written some fantastic books, and that one was it was such a flop. And that was around the time when we stopped reading the High Republic stuff, unfortunately. Yeah, which sucks, but I mean it. It's just where we were at. <laughs> Still can't find you know, it, can you? Crash Point Town. No, I'm kidding. No. Race to Crash Point Town. No, that's the kid. <laughs> that's the one I was bo- thinking. There's a kid. I book. know that was yeah. that's the one I was thinking of though. This is not all the books. This is a terrible list. Yeah, what it doesn't it doesn't really matter. I mean, I'm sure matter. it'll I'm sure it'll pop in our heads later. But um, Fallen Star. Yeah, yeah, fallen store. See, I told you it would come. Why didn't you just say that? I just popped into my head. Falling race to Crash Point Star Mountain. There we go. That's the name of the book. Oh my goodness. Okay, but yeah, um, some books, some good books would be nice. A new crop of writers just to freshen things up would be nice. Um, Preferably uh, uh, an axing of any of this like. 200 chapter comic book style multi POV of the same event crap. No offense. And I hated all the that reminders, so much. all the reminders. Hey, in case you couldn't remember what happened three chapters ago, because we're assuming you're reading this, you know, maybe a chapter a week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was, it was, it wasn't good. And they, they, they just, they nerfed all the characters, but anyway, that that's, that's that. But yeah, yes, character suicide Yeah, in every book. It, it really every was. Time really was so anyway there there's that um and we'll kind of see what comes of it but anyway let, let, let's hit mando here so episode four chapter 20 the foundling the um, easily shortest episode it was it really it really really was and they do this though they, yeah. they they do this every so often where it's just you get this short episode and you're kind of like what the hell was that about? Yeah. Although I will I will say uh, watching it I didn't look at the timestamp felt like a full story didn't feel extremely rushed it's just you know loading it up for this I realized wow is that short interesting yeah but, yeah it's, no fluff in this one no not at all oh that's funny so. I was just Googling to go ahead and get the IMDb result. So if you just put 
like the Mandalorian in there. In the bottom right corner of the browser is little Grogu. Oh my God, he makes things shake. He's oh, he, oh really? he made the cast list shake and go around. Oh, that's fun. Google does some fun stuff every now and again. Oh my God, he's doing it to every. I'm just I just keep pushing it. He's just destroying the page. This is fun. I I am enjoy. Keep going, Grogu. Oh my, he's just doing it all. Oh, this is. Uh, You're doing it now too, yes. aren't you? So oh, he's throwing away the cast list. This is awesome. He, he's just doing everything. He's literally just going down <laughs> the list of stuff. He's break. I'm just gonna keep going as we roll through this episode and see how far he goes. Um. Anyway, so yeah, short episode. Again, I mean, I would I would not say a ton of substance uh, either, if if we're being fair. It, it not not. Hey. Hey, by the way, scroll up and all of the broken pages will continue to roll up with you. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm doing. He's just still going. Is he keep yeah, he's yeah, you know, he's he's destroying Disney Plus. Yes, Grogu, destroy Disney Plus. Anyway, no, we just renewed our subscription. No. Oh my god, he's destroying the top stories anyway. So um we open up on our sort of Mando planet. We have a training montage, which is super, super sick. Did, did you enjoy the, the, the montage? Pretty awesome. Needed some uh, awesome 90s rock or maybe some <laughs> 80s rock accompanying it. Yeah. But uh, so Din Djarin is is basically wanting Grogu to train with uh, one of the Mandalorian younglings. And uh, <laughs> to be honest, I did kind of think that this was funny. They have like paintball launchers. Yes. Pick your weapon. They are darts. Let's get it straight. They're By the way, balls. we have these crab things that he picks up. Yeah. And I guess I didn't pay a lot of attention to it, but just jumping ahead a little bit, the the final artwork for the crabs is freaking awesome. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that or not in the credits. <laughs> no, I didn't see it. Oh, okay. So I, I'm still playing with Grogu here. So event he he he's <laughs> gone down the page quite a bit, but unfortunately some of the panels go away, so it just doesn't like Aww. yeah. So it's like five panels at a time. He's basically just playing Tetris right now. It's 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 fun. It's fun stuff. Anyway, so back. Oh, he might build a tower. Oh, he's building a tower. Okay. Anyway, so uh, we have the 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 showdown where Grogu just gets completely dusted here. Yeah, his force powers are better on Google than they are in the show. I just very I just, more consistent. Yeah, I I just I I enjoy I enjoy how how just how just dumb he was at this point. Yeah, uh, you know he's just like he just takes the hit, and then uh, and then you know Din's kind of like, oh come on Grogu, like you can do it. You're you're a good little boy. Stop embarrassing me, son. Yeah, and then he does some flippy, flippy twisties and and shoots uh shoots Mando boy uh, three times. Yeah, and which by the way, doesn't that just kind of seem like he's breaking the rules? Because like Mando boy had to do one at a time, and then it was like, okay, go. And Grogu's like, no, just gonna hit you three times. Yep. Oh, by the way, I I reached the end of the Grogu game. He destroyed everything on the page. So that was fun. How much of it actually stayed on page? Oh, the tile. I don't know. It wasn't, it wasn't, that. it was like six. So anyway, oh. okay, let's move on. So I have seven. Well, there you go. You're, you're just special. 
Anyway. Oh, and my computer crashed. Yeah, yep. <laughs> and there we go. That's the force. So little Mando boy uh, gets taken by Desert Dragon. Drogon. Got <laughs> taken by Drogon. Okay. <laughs> and this was kind of interesting, and, I, and I, I'll, I'll bring this up later on in the series, hopefully if I remember it. But we have the the chase where the Mandalorians are jetpacking towards the, you know, this um, dragon. And they all run out. Yeah, they run out of juice. (laughs) Um, And there's there's a particular scene towards the end that I'll have to bring this back up because it's like it's like 90s action movies, how they never run out of bullets until that one scene where it's like, did I fire five or six? (laughs) Are you feeling lucky, punk? Do you no, feel lucky? Do I could you? just see someone dubbing over this entire scene. It was like, ran out of fuel. One of the guys in the background was like, what's fuel? What's fuel? <laughs> anyway, and then in comes uh, Bo with her ship to track the dragon to where his little dragon lair is. Or or is this like a pterodactyl? Maybe it's more of a like a pterodactyl. Thing. No, it's, it's like... Um, uh, the New Year's special, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer with uh, Eon the bird. It's just oh, Eon the bird. I see. Interesting. Yeah. Well, anyway, the kid's gone, and, uh, you know, Armor's not too concerned. She's just going to make some armor for Grogu. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, here's a sweet chess piece that will probably maybe somewhat protect you. It's like... But uh, will not fit into any other armor I make you in the future, so we'll probably yeah. have to get rid of it. It's like, wow. Why not? Why is this better than the chainmail? Yeah. The chainmail seems so much better. It's like, Give wow. Some... Th- this was pretty this was pretty sick. Well, anyway, that kid's gone. Hey, you want some armor? Yeah. yeah. Just, him a, just make him a freaking helmet. I mean, come on, that's what everyone wants. Well, either a helmet or like um, you know, some side some shoulder guards yeah, some or pauldrons or something. Yeah, so, something like that. It could have been anything, but yeah, so we just get a chess piece. But while we are making the armor, we get flashbacks. Woo! Yeah, which is like a third of the show. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, for those who wanted Jedi stuff, boy, oh boy, did you get Jedi stuff. Yeah, with no repeats whatsoever. Yeah. Well, you know, we, we, we kind of show a little bit more of Grogu escaping the Jedi temple. Cause there was a lot of debate about this. It's like who actually got Grogu out of the temple? Um, yes, was it Mace all, Windu, you know, any of that stuff? Yeah. And all this scene, uh, made me interested in is this Jedi and not what happened to Grogu. Cause yeah. this guy's awesome. Well, Ahmed best makes his return. Darth Jar Jar saved Grogu. Uh, it's, it's awesome. I love it. In actuality, Jedi Master Kelleran Beck is his name. Um, you know, he does some pretty cool dual saber wielding and where all, you know, four Jedi couldn't take down a couple of stormtroopers, Kelleran Beck can take down all the troopers. Yeah. It's those laws of diminishing returns. It's like... No, uh, what, it, what it is is, hey... 
you know that role that sucked. We're gonna give you a better role this time. Trust us. And and I, I and I think that that's very true. You know, we, we've talked about it before, but I, I'm at best had a terrible time after, you know, yeah. the the prequels and and playing Jar Jar and just the the hate he got was was insane. And you know, uh, Celebration 2019 when when we were in Chicago, he did an appearance and people gave him a standing ovation. They, they really wanted to make him feel welcome again. And I think it, yeah, I think it's important because like, you know, as much as people might've hated Jar Jar, it was, it was for the kids, man. I mean, it was like this yeah. goofy clown character and he just so happened to be the mocap. And funny enough, another thing I watched a short at one point uh, where George Lucas was being interviewed and he was basically like, he wanted a mocap guy. They were, they yeah. were just going to like CGI in everything. And he was like, nah, we already got this guy and, uh, you know, we're, we're just going to use him." And he was just so natural with it. So it was cool to see him, uh, see him kind of, you know, come in here and, and be a little bit of a BA. Oh, by the way, did you notice that he, um, flew past that rock that, uh, was in our last episode with, with our doctor, uh, who, who tried yeah. to touch it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I thought it was cool. I think there were some mixed opinions to it though. I'd be interested how many people didn't even realize it was him to be honest. Uh, that's probably fair. That's probably fair. But anyway, <coughs> excuse me. So Beck gets uh, Grogu to a landing pad where we have um, some people of Naboo. So from, from, uh, from the Queen's, Queen's home planet coming through here and trying to, to be helpful, which I kind of like. Which they are, because they kind of demolish us uh, clone troopers a little bit with their little pistols. It's yeah. Awesome. Unfortunately, <laughs> all of them are dead. But, yes, uh, <laughs> very dead. Very dead. But they took a lot with them, so it's okay. They certainly did. But no, I, I thought it was kind of cool to to see the little nod to to the Naboo here, because like, you know, you got to think about it. N- N- Naboo is, you know, it's the home planet of the Chancellor, who's now Palpatine, and everything's going crazy. But they still have loyalty to the Jedi and to what their queen stood, former queen, and then senator stood for. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I actually kind of thought that was that was a fun that was a fun little piece there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was a great flashback. So I'm excited to see what happens next after that. Right. So uh, Grogu gets his little chest piece that he can attach to his chain mail because, you know, you, you got to have more protection, even though I, oh, I yeah. assume that chain mail is probably fine. But hey, whatever. Uh, now it's then, extra fine. Yeah, it's extra fine. And now we pick back up with our Mandalorian raiding party, uh, led by Bo-Katan, who is uh, going after this kid who's clearly not dead yet, even though, I mean, like, you would think... It should be an any, any, Absolutely dead. should be yeah, completely dead. Just, just eat it. So it's very fine, dead. Man. Well, then we get a little campfire pork and beans, you know? This yeah. is pretty sick. A little, a little tutorial on how to eat without people seeing you, and potential indoctrination it's awesome press a press a to remove your helmet (laughs) wait for nobody to be around 
No, you can't take your helmet off at this time. There are people still too close. Press B to the eat Mandalorians beans. will remember that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <sighs> or even better yet, hit the button. No, this is not the way. Oh my god! <laughs> Your speech is increased. <laughs> god, that's that was good. I enjoyed that. Oh, oh, oh. forever that goes. It's been yeah. a minute since I played that. So anyway, we get we get over that, and then we start to climb this mountain because we don't want to startle the creature, so we're not going to use our jetpacks. Um, that are out of fuel anyway, but cool. Yeah, they got morphe. It's fine. And then we reach the nest where there are babies. Sick. Yeah. And then the mom comes back and like, oh, oh, geez, oh, oh no, let's let's do, let's let's beat him up. Yes, and we'll regurgitate the kid, who is still somehow unscathed. Yeah, kids, kids, fine for some reason. I guess the babies just weren't weren't quite hungry yet. Um, this kid got crushed multiple times and also probably bitten in half in this episode. I'm just calling BS. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Uh, but anyway, we, we do wind up taking down the creature, uh, sort of, we're not able to really incapacitate it. We just kind of crash it into the water where it's eaten by another creature. There's always a bigger fish. Yeah. So creature designs were cool. I will give you that. Yeah. It's kind of neat. Not as cool as our massive crocodile, but pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. Well, the hunting party comes back triumphant. Everybody's, you know, cheering them on, being super cool. And, hey, we brought did these we, birds. Did we know that this was Paz Vizsla's son before this, by the way? I don't think so. I don't think it was in the other episode where he's being initiated. So that was kind of a cool little revelation. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. And then... Um, I guess as we're sort of getting towards the end here, uh, we did have a part where Bo loses uh, one of her pieces of armor, and the armor is, as a thank you, makes her new one. And it's like, you want your cool little owl on it? No. C- can I just have that, that mythosaur over there? That's pretty sick. Sure, whatever. I don't care. Yeah, and the armor is like, it's not cultural appropriation, so why not? You're one of us. It's <laughs> not cultural appropriation. <sighs> so anyway, she gets uh, she gets a new piece of armor forged, and uh, and that's pretty much the end of the episode. Just got to imagine, like, in this scene, if it was dubbed over, it'd just be Bo going like, God, this is extremely boring to watch her make this. This helmet's pretty hot. I don't really stay in this thing this often. I mean, I, I need to install AC in there. How do these people get over this? How do they even get enough water? I mean, this is like making me sweat. I need to drink water, but I can't move move my helmet because, like, uh, you know, this is the way or something. Then just someone in the background. Electrolyte packets. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's the episode. Yeah. That's the episode. We've got our, I love how the armor is just like, uh, maybe you saw the mythosaur, maybe you didn't, maybe it's the way, maybe it's a vision, I don't know, maybe you should join us. 
yeah, maybe, maybe there's something to this, or maybe not. Maybe you should join our club. Maybe once you reach the third level and see the Thetans, then, you know, you'll be able to, like, see the Mythosaur, which is our Lord and Savior Mythosaur. But that's 100,000 credits. (laughs) (laughs) Good old South Park exposing Scientology. Yeah. We just lost our one Scientology listener. I'm sorry, guys. We did. That's sad. We did. It was Chef. (laughs) (laughs) Chef was watching. (laughs) Now, damn it, children, why are you making fun (laughs) of our religion, too? I was going to send you up some chocolate salty balls. <laughs> I was going to give you about tree fitting. Oh, boy. Okay. So that's and then the about that moment, the mythosaur showed up. <laughs> he said, hey, I need about tree fitting. <laughs> <laughs> well, I gave about two fit. Oh, that's why it keeps coming around. You can't, can't give a monster no two fitting or tree fitting. <laughs> God, those were those were funny episodes. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's go on to the ratings. So, what are you rating the episode and about why? Tree about tree fitter, and just with <laughs> this in mind, currently on IMDb uh, with fourteen thousand ratings, uh, they have it at a seven point seven. Fourteen thousand people did not rate this. I don't believe it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm gonna make this short and sweet. Just like the episode. It was fine. It was filler. I saw no real issues with it except for the goofy running out of fuel thing. 7.5. I liked it. <laughs> yeah, Not fair. A lot to say. Fair enough. I mean, it, it, it was. It was what it was. It was short. It was, you know, it was a kind of a filler episode. It didn't have anything really crazy in it. Um, you know, it looked good. It had some action in it, I guess. Um, but, you know, you're setting up for later. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I think a 7.5 is, is fairly realistic. Maybe 7.6 on a good day, but... Yep, right in that good range. Yeah, it, it was good. Not great. Not a great episode, but but nothing nothing to really scoff at. I think that uh, I think that most people might, might agree with that particular rating, but... Um, least i i think people would rate this one higher than than the last episode which is currently carrying a seven Ooh, uh, has it gone down since the review i feel like it has i i really i feel like it has gone down a little bit more mm. but uh but anyway so that's what we're looking at and we are gonna keep chugging along as as we go and you know get get into more episodes as we can but uh yeah, I mean, anything else we need to talk about here? Or are we ready to move out? I think we're good. Sick. All right, y'all. Well, if you enjoyed the episode or have something to say or, uh, you know, just blah, 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 uh, hit us up at TC Plan Podcast, Twitter, Facebook, all that good sort of jazz. You can send us an email to tcplanpodcast@gmail.com. gmail.com. Let us know what your thoughts were on the on the show. Uh, I know we're obviously very behind, but, you know, you can still let us know what you thought about it. And uh, if there's any sort of like theories or any of that kind of stuff you think uh, would be good for us to talk about, uh, send that in as well. We'd be more than happy to at least consider it 
before we utterly say, oh, hell no. Yeah. <laughs> we are not going to do any of that. No, we might. <laughs> but anyway, I think that that is all we've got. So I will say uh, y'all have a great West. Dang, I can't even talk. I can't. Uh, we, we can't leave yet until I get have this right. Have a great West of your day, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> have a great rest <laughs> of your week, everyone. And as always, may the force be with you. <laughs>